What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon Wolverine legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. He is swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL Draft analysts you can catch all this work at nbcsportschicago.com and the my teams app he is glenn morgan he's our gm and uh gentlemen let's get started man we've uh been on a little bit of a break the last couple of weeks but uh, we are back and uh man a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about man lots lots going on in the last last few hours here Just uh, we want to start with uh with our good friend that was down in Jackson State? You have to, man. It's uh, prime time. We got to talk about prime, Coach Prime. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Deion Sanders, uh, former – well, now you can say I'm former coach at, at Jackson State University. <laughs> you know, we spent a lot of time talking about him and what he has um, done over the, the last couple of years down there, uh, bringing attention to HBCU football and, and the SWAC – uh, he has decided to uh, take his talent da- uh, up, I should say up. Up and over. Colorado uh, to become the head coach, the next head coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. And um, I'm going to let, because Smoke, you, you of course, are our grand fam. Mm-hmm. You are our SWAC member, man. So I got to gotta give it to you first. What were your thoughts when, when you heard the news? Uh, actually, it's been, been you know, it's been floating over around. the yeah yeah for the last week now around. yeah uh i was happy for him i mean we discussed it a little while ago when he put out there that he will entertain power five offers and i you know we remember we was discussing how would that affect uh affect the conference and i said you know it would hurt but it wouldn't hurt because of Dion, it will hurt because I don't think anyone would step up and fill that void. You know, it, no, no diss to Dion. I feel he's came in and done more than enough in his three years at Jackson State. He brought attention to the conference. That's all as a grand fam. That's all I can ask for because I can't expect him to do the things he did for Jackson State for a grand. I can just accept, I can appreciate the attention that he drew to the conference. But the things he did for Jackson State is, is crazy. Like the facilities he got them, you know, the type of things he did by, you know, building off the relationships he have to get different type of funding into the program, man, it, it, it was phenomenal, man. And, and I, I really feel that, he should be applauded and appreciated more for what he did in such a little bit of time. Like he made, he made substantial change at Jackson state in a matter of three years. Like, and to me, like to get a turf practice field, to get a new locker room, to get new facilities, man, sometimes man, some, a lot of that stuff takes years for them to, to get done. And they completed that stuff in no time for that program. So, man, I applaud him. 
you know, now it's about, you know, taking that next step, that next challenge. And I support them. You know, I think it's a very smart move, by the way, going to Colorado in the Pac-12 with UCLA and USC dipping in a couple of years. <laughs> I think it's very smart, too. So, you know, initially I was like, I think he could have got better. But when you sit and think, he's got an opportunity to, to own that conference in no time. So salute to Dion. Wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully – you know, the SWAT can find someone that's willing to step up and, you know, try to carry on what he started. You know, I know it's going to be tough because, you know, his charisma, you know, who he is, it means a lot, you know, but but if we don't try, what what, what are we going to do? You know, we can't complain if we're going to sit back and just shut up. So it's how I view it. So it's my take on it. Interesting. Hear what you're saying. Um, you you the other HBCU as you, you want to save it for last and have me be in the middle? Uh, I can I can I can I can put it out there. Okay. No, no, you know you go and then I'll, I'll. Okay. Um, I think he's a fraud. I think he's a charlatan. It's BS what he did. <laughs> Hell with Dion. <laughs> Just using people. Um. I don't, and that, and you know, as much as I'm joking when I say that, there are a lot of people that probably feel that way. Um, and I think it's hurt feelings. I, I you know, I, I think it's hurt feelings because sometimes perception, a lot of times, not sometimes, a lot of times, perception is far greater than the actual reality of a situation. And I think the reality part you touched on a lot with what you said, B. But perceptively speaking, I think people thought that Dion being there. And not just being there for one year, but being there for several years. And then the things that he was doing and because of his him being there, the attention it brought to the HBCUs, but also the influx of other coaches, other people Mm -hmm. who had some of the same cachet that Dion brought, you know, Eddie George and Hugh. Uh, I can't remember Hugh's last name. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, Hugh Jackson. Yeah. Uh, somebody in, in health, for that, that, that matter, Mike Zimmer, you know, a Caucasian uh, former head coach uh, being associated with HBCUs. All that attention and all that cachet and Dion doing it and, and realizing that Dion being there wasn't for the money. You know, he held half of his salary. I think he donated to, to Jackson State in a lot of ways. So that's screams altruism that screams a mission and the mission sometimes we see a sacrosanct you know it's like it's a calling and when you when we buy into that we believe that this person this 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 bigger than life entity or personality is going to be there for a little longer you know like maybe seven to ten years Mm -hmm. um and then to do more it seems though the mission was begun and had started to move, but now he's leaving before it even really can settle in. You know, you got the advent of NIL. So now there's a way for HBCUs to potentially be able to compete with some of the bigger schools. If, you know, if situation is set up well enough, maybe you can attract some talent. And we saw that happen with Dion Again, something else that his personality helped open the door and open the window to make that a possibility. But now people are like, oh, okay. So now you're just going to go ahead and leave because the white schools or the mainstream schools or however you want to, you know, classify 
uh, you know, Division One schools that are not HBCUs. Um, now they come a call and it's you going to up and go at the first chance. And not only that, but it's a one in 11 Colorado team. It's not like he's taken over an established, you know, not to say not established because Colorado's established, but he's not taking over a winning program at this point. So you just go up and go. And it, it almost seems like a little bit of uh, trauma, you know, like, like, like a traumatic thing that we as black people sometimes see where, okay, you make the money, you leave the neighborhood and you go to the good place now. Mm. And now you're going to forget all about it. So you was just here for the money. You know, it's almost like you were just here for the notoriety. You were just here for whatever selfish reasons. Now we see the real you. And that's the perception that yeah. I think the people who are going to have toward Dion are those, you know, if it's negative, those are, those are the perceptions people are going to have. And it's, 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 a, it's weird because it's a fine line in a lot of respects, because what you said, I mean, Dion doesn't owe anybody anything. He didn't have to do anything at all. He could have stayed retired and watched his son play wherever and been good. But he did do something. He did begin something. And it is up to other people to take the torch and keep going. But man, wouldn't it have been cool if he just stayed a little bit longer? Wouldn't it be cool if things were a bit more established? Wouldn't it be cool if Dion's there and picked a protege or mentor somebody to follow behind him? I mean, all these things that now all of a sudden the trauma comes in. So we're not good enough. We're not good enough for you to stay. We're just good enough for you to use like everybody else. You just want to use us. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's a tough perception to, to contend with. So um, yeah, and not only that, but you're, you're leaving, you're taking the players that you brought to Jackson state. <laughs> you're taking like several of them with you, your son, we get, but you got to take everybody else too. So yeah, man, that, that stings and and uh that's gonna be some hurt feelings and you you tie that in with what uh eddie robinson said junior said like you ain't swack see i told you he wasn't swack you believe you know and that that, that perception man it's, it's it's gonna be tough but hey you know you're not gonna please everybody people are not gonna be happy with you yeah that's uh, true and uh sucks right decisions you make are decisions you make for yourself primarily and you know everything else you know it's the fallout afterwards. So that's kind of how I see it. It's, it's, uh, how do I feel about it personally? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, Dion doesn't need the money. I don't think he needs the money. He's, I'm sure he's, he's still doing Aflac commercials. So I'm sure he gets paid more than Aflac than he probably does at when he was at, uh, at uh, Jackson State. So, and he's, you know, it's Dion. I'm sure he's got his fingers in other things. I, I think the message, however, with Dion, this is the last thing I'll say. I, I think a lot of, of his message, if you actually listen to it, it's still uh, it's authentic and, and it runs through whether you're at Jackson State, Colorado, and the other school. And his, his, his mission, as he would tell it, is young men and young, young women. Men. Yep, yeah. Young men, young women, and other people who, other cultures, other people who want opportunities that they may not have otherwise been afforded. And his personality, his charisma, his his light can shine in those areas for those where things were darkened. So I, I think if that's the case and he stays true to that, ultimately, uh, that's that will be probably his legacy that lives that you know that that may exceed even his Hall of Fame career. So I'm a Gemini, and uh, you see two sides. I got I I, I got I got I'm a typical Gemini. I got split personalities, man. <laughs> I I got mixed feelings about this. 
extremely mixed feelings. Uh, I think it's awesome that he's going to Colorado. Awesome. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Part of what? Wait, wait, wait. Part of me, the same oh, okay. side of me, <laughs> the pragmatic <laughs> side, the logical side, it's... the non-emotional side. It may. It makes perfect sense. Uh, I don't know. If, I, I said back, uh, Georgia Tech was the place yeah. I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? That would have made yeah. sense to me. This is even better. This is a program that you know back in the day. Not and I was I was a, a little bit of a Colorado fan back in the day, yeah. going back to the days when Eric Bieniemy was there, and Cordell then later Stewart. later on Cordell Stewart, Michael Westbrook. Yeah, um, I didn't know their history. Uh, Rashawn yeah. Salam in the backfield when I had the trophy. Yeah, me being a program that had hired black coaches, I didn't I know thought, their history. Like, yeah, I thought that that man, they had the coolest uniforms. If I had a man, I I in the in the 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 mid nineties at my school, I was known for having all the college football jerseys. So I had a Colorado. <laughs> I had, it was a I think it was a Coy Detmer Colorado Coy jersey. Wow. <laughs> back in the day so i man i'm i'm a i'm a Colorado. you know i was i was a colorado guy they fell off and i you know obviously i wasn't a big fan so i i i let them go you know but uh this is a, it's a perfect place they they won one game this year so he can come in there he can build it from the ground up he can right. he can mold this program to the way that he wants to do it bring his guys in and and smoke, you brought up the fact that the Pac-12 is losing USC mm-hmm. and UCLA mm-hmm. to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. This can be a quick turnaround. Yeah, they they can win the Pac-12 in, in in two years possibly if if they if they do the right things. You know, things get, get, that take that take 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 away all the guys in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> they can win the Pac-12. And 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 get a playoff spot in, in a couple of years. You know they they're moving to twelve teams in twenty twenty four, so it makes perfect sense. I get it. I am so happy for them. But then that HU alum side of me is ticked off, and I think that he used us. All right, remember twenty twenty, he was on the Dan Patrick show at the Super Bowl and said that he was looking for he was he was going to get a, a head coaching job somewhere right he interviewed for the florida state job and one of the one of the issues they had was that he didn't have a college degree so what he do <laughs> he went to talladega college at hbcu and got that degree all right then he goes to jackson state hbcu you know and he and he professes that he's there on a mission to you know bring awareness to the 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 inequities of, of of hbcu football and you know bringing awareness to the sport and getting eyes to it and trying to generate um uh, more revenue streams for hbcus and jackson state and the swag and that 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 was the mission and that's what that's what he was there for so part of me feels like okay you had man a successful run here, you know whatever the record was. I don't even know if you. I don't even count the 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 spring season in twenty twenty. But he went what eleven and two last season, and they're they're undefeated, undefeated twelve and zero going going into the celebration bowl this year. Great, you know. And so, but now you're taking off. It just it just doesn't. Part of me, like I said, it just doesn't feel right. 
Um, I was talking talking to a friend of mine yesterday, we were watching the Bears game yesterday, and uh my guy EC asked me, Well, when would have been the right time? And that sort of stumped me because I'm like, well, shit, well, every year, I'm, uh, I guess, you know, never would have been a been a right time. But then I thought I was like, you know what? You were able to bring all these four, four and five star guys in. Maybe if we were able to see those guys matriculate to the NFL, maybe get some high draft positions and you could, you know, make the Point model two. for, hey. You know, you five star, four star, three star guys can go to HBCUs and still make it to the next level without a problem. It's not going to hurt you because you go to an HBCU. We aren't going. We're getting robbed of that. We're not going to see that now. And so I think that's that's the that's the one thing that that uh, that bothers me about this is that I don't think his mission, the mission I thought that he was on, is finished, and that. Maybe that's you know me being selfish. All right, that's fine. You know that's just I part like I said. Part of me feels that way. Now you know going forward, like I said, I like Colorado. I I think that program is awesome, and you know hopefully in the next couple of years uh, he gets it right. Maybe I'll go get that that Coy Detmer jersey again. I don't know, but just something just just irks me just a little bit about it. Just a little bit. Yeah, and I, I can understand that. I I could. Um, that's that's kind of how a lot of people that I've talked to have have felt. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe me being from Granville, I didn't really get caught in that so much. So what you're know. saying is you're laughing at Jackson State right now. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, I'm that's not some cold, no, that's I'm, some cold I'm, shit, B. That's some I'm cold definitely shit. not laughing at it. Because, well, you know what? I'm definitely not laughing at Jackson State because it's been more non-Jackson State people that have felt some type of way. Like, I've caught myself going back and forth with people, and the first thing I asked, like, did you attend Jackson State? They are the ones who rightfully to me <laughs> have the gripe. Right, right. You know, so like, like I totally get how they would feel. But on the flip side, you still, granted, like you say, I would have loved to see a Travis Hunter matriculate. Right. And see what happens. I would. But on the flip side, look, he still got you all newer facilities. He still yeah. got you all things that still puts you in front of the other teams within the conference. Now it's on the institution now to bring in a coach that can continue to get guys to the swag level. You're probably, you're likely not going to get another five star to come to Jackson state. And you have a regular coach there, like a Broderick Fobbs, former Grambling coach. I've heard his name floated around. Uh, I hope they don't. Big slap in the face. I, I hope they don't go to go to HBCU retreads yeah. for this job yeah. now. I personally would would like for them to take Dion's recommendation with whoever TC is. But I mean, hey, he might not have the resume or whatever. But but yeah, I totally get where you where you was he the, is he the is he the assistant head coach? I think so. Yeah. I, I was talking. I, I talked to so my 
my mother-in-law is a is a is a Jackson Jackson State alumni, and she's heavily involved with the uh, alumni association. I think she had a national office at one point, mm. and so she you know she knows all the ins and outs of what's going on. And so I talked I talked to her last night about it. And she was down. <laughs> she loves she loves her Jackson State football, but uh, she even got to she 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 gave me some conspiracy theories that are out there you know amongst the Man. the Jackson State people that. I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's happening. You oh, know, wow. talk, talking about, you know, uh, maybe some some uh, uh, word got to him that he needs to leave. You know, they don't they don't want to see HBCUs uh, make a come up. So, yeah, just I've, crazy, I've, crazy stuff. I was yeah, like, no, nah, I don't think that's. And it's people saying stuff like that, like the, you know, the. They they never want us to get ahead, but I'm like on the flip side when you like what he was able to do within the recruiting market when he got that five star Black America Swack America we should have known this day was coming. Yeah, yeah. If he's if if he was able to do that, you had to know a big school was going to say, "Oh man." We got to agree. He can do that for us. Right. It has nothing to do with taking him from the swag. It's this is this is pro sports. I mean, this is college sports, pro sports, all that. These institutions like pro ownership, they're going to do what benefits them first and foremost. Right. You have to. They're not. They don't care about all that other stuff. It's if Dion couldn't benefit them, they wasn't going to offer him a job he he can benefit them it has right. nothing to do with holding the swag back it's all about right. pushing in this case colorado forward like you know so like that's the thing i want people to understand but like, they they could care less about what's going on in the swag it's about how he can help them <laughs> i told i told her they they have to hit a home run with this with the next hire here coming up because you 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 got to keep the momentum going. And, and yeah. he, like, like you said, man, he, he has left the program in, a, in better shape than it was when he got there. And that's all, that's all you can ask for really, you know? Um, but when he got to Colorado, did you guys see uh, oh, him talk to the team uh, yesterday when he got to Colorado? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, saw the footage of that. Well, let's uh, let's let's pretend some of our listeners, uh, those that are, are are tuned in, did not see it. So, yes. <laughs> so I, I watched the whole fifteen minutes. I did and, too. Uh, it was man. He he came in there on fire, and what, what, what stuck out? Basically, told they them look, told them better look in that portal. You you got you might as well go. Well, well, hold on. Before he left, he had a meeting with the Jackson State players, and he asked them not to go to got not to go to the portal. Uh, he didn't. He told them have a talk with him. You yeah, know, he said. First. He said, "Come talk You're to me thinking first." Thinking about it, come talk to me. Because he does. He said that there's some guys that you know they might think that they're in better in a better position than they are. He don't want to see them, you know, miss out because the portal. It's it's over two thousand players in the portal right now. <sighs> it's crazy. So that's what he told to his guys at Jackson State. He gets to Colorado. He told them, "Hey, you might as well go jump in that portal." <laughs> Because I'm bringing my dogs. Uh, what did he say? He said, I'm bringing luggage. And it's I'm bringing luggage and it's loot. I'm bringing luggage and it's loot. Look, like, and I loved it. Like, and 
that's what you got to do. Yeah. He opened, he opened up the questions to the team. And uh, one of the guys <laughs> asked, uh, he asked, you know, what's the, uh, what's the off season schedule going to look like for us? And he basically, oh, it's, it's, it's going to be huff. It's going to be hard. He mm-hmm. said, I'm going to try to make you said, quit. I'm trying to make you quit. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I, can you imagine going to that meeting? What do you, what do you, what do you say coming out of there? I that's I get to work <laughs> before I start looking for a portal. One or the other. <laughs> I and, looked and up some of, and some of them pulled out of the portal. Some of them were already in. Yeah. And some of them pulled out. So I look I looked up their their most recent recruiting classes. Um they have 2020 they had a the number 36 class in the country. Uh, which ain't it's not bad, but you know they could they could do better. Twenty twenty one, I think they're sixty fifth, and they didn't they didn't even have a four star uh, right. recruit in that class. How so did that, it drop off so bad? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Did they have some I don't know. scandal or something. Well, they always have scandals. <laughs> it's Colorado. <laughs> they get bored. It, it was always nothing, some, nothing. Nothing. I don't remember there was. Um, female our, issue with um, uh, inappropriate, I don't know if it was rape or like date rape or, or, or something along those lines. And then I think there was like like uh, inappropriate conversations or, 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 or I know it was some, some, somehow it was dealing with uh, women and, and the, 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 just the treatment of women to a point that it, it, it uh, they were hiding stuff, I think, right? That was one of the things. There was a couple other stuff too, though, wasn't it? I I, I remember there being uh, some issues with with uh, Boulder police officers, at, and and uh, they had some run-ins oh, with players. the police there. Yeah, yeah that too. Um, I want to say Grays were involved at one point too. Colorado's had its share. Let's put it that way. Over the last 20, 25 years, ever since uh, McCarthy was there, and it. Uh, Coach McCarthy was there. Um, they had they they had some issues. A lot of stuff was hidden when McCarthy was there. He's able to keep it under wraps. But once he left, and the subsequent coaches, it just seemed like things kind of well. Yeah, kinda Rick, I think it was Rick Neuheisel was there, and then Gary Barnett went back because um, he was an assistant under McCarthy, right? Um, before he went to Northwestern, right? And he ended up going back in the in the the early two thousands. And they were they were still a relevant program at that point. And after I think after Barnett left, that's when everything just went just went south. Um, but yeah, that's 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 going to be interesting, man. You know what the the relationship between Dion and you know the remaining players that stay. I know Josh McCown's son entered the portal already. He was a quarterback. He was a a, a young quarterback. So he's gone, um, but yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a rock with him. Uh, one thing, Jackson State still has a celebration bowl, and Dion is scheduled to coach in that. And Shadur is scheduled to play after he introduced Shadur as. What's the, the dynamic? What's the dynamic of that with the with the guys that aren't going to Colorado? How does how does that work? I mean, they're gonna play. They, what they gonna do? I mean, but it's, it's 
I mean, they ain't got they ain't got the cachet to say we ain't playing. This still this is still an experience for them. Okay, it's still an experience for them. I mean, if they pissed, you know, it's school two hours west. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 colors do they wear? Black and gold. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> we we will take the leftovers. You feel me? Oh man! But, but in this instant, I was talking to somebody and I told them, I'm like, yeah, it's like you kept saying, it's gonna be big on Jackson to bring in a a good hire because yeah. I'm like, one thing that that they got that the world got to understand, like, yeah, Dion. He brought that attention to Jackson State. Grambling has been solidified within black college football. And we, I don't know if it's been a decade to go by where we haven't won multiple swag championships. And so Grambling always has a nick to always find themselves back on the right side of things because of the history of the program. And so if Jackson, if you don't do right by trying to continue to build off what started, you're going to find yourself right back in the bottom, right back down there. Cause schools like, and Grambling got Hugh Jackson too now, you know, like, so, you know, so it's going to be crucial on who they hire next. Absolutely. As we've won, uh, the college football playoff is set uh, at the championship weekend. Uh, the number one seed in the playoff is the university of Georgia. Um, they beat, LSU in the uh, SEC championship game. Michigan is the number two. They uh, they whooped on Purdue and uh, sorry Purdue, I, I put you guys in my uh, in my parlay. Sixteen and a half uh, points you guys were getting, and you didn't didn't help me out. So thank you, appreciate that. Uh, TCU is number three. I put the hex on TCU because I took TCU. Uh, no, no, no. I took uh, I took Kansas State to uh, to win. No, 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 no. I took TV, no, 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 no. I took TCU to win in the money line. Oh, okay. TCU lost in overtime, but they're still the number three. And then because of the USC loss in the Pac-12 championship to Utah, Ohio State moves up to number four, and they make the playoff again. So that's uh, I think it should be a a, a good playoff. Uh, Georgia, Ohio State. I think it's going to be a a, a very good game. Um, Glenn, you're the college football guy. How do you think that that game's going? Um, I, going go? I, I think the committee. First off, I think the committee did a a good job. There, there was a lot of it's a lot of moving pieces. There was some chaos down down the stretch, and then you know you had situations where this team beat that team, but that team that beat this team beat the other team that you beat. You know, how badly were you beat? And some injuries, late season injuries also kind of plays a factor into how well the committee thinks the team will perform if key players are missing. Um, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could look at it. I think with the matchup, uh, you know, I'll say this too. Uh, TCU remaining three, and maybe you were telling, telling me this as, TCU remaining three makes a lot of sense. I mean, they got to their conference final. They barely lost in overtime to a team that was the second time they were playing. Right. So th- you really shouldn't be punished for that, especially considering what's behind them with two two lost teams, Alabama and Tennessee, saying, "What about us?" 
<laughs> so uh, later for that. Yeah, look, I'm a Tennessee fan, but we don't deserve to be, you know, and nor, nor does Alabama need to be ahead of Tennessee. But maybe the injury to uh, Hooker might be why they're ahead. But anyway, mm-hmm. back to your point and your question. Uh, so you've got Georgia facing uh, Ohio State. And I think they say, I think the committee's like, well, look, this is the championship people thought they might were going to see. You know, those teams were one and two. Uh, Ohio State losing at home to Michigan. Now we can kind of see, is Ohio State as good as they thought they were? Um, mm-hmm. is, and it's a worthy opponent to Georgia because Ohio State has talent pretty much everywhere. Um, and I think seeing Michigan and TCU is kind of like, well, Michigan didn't get a chance to play Cincinnati last year. And maybe if they did, maybe they get to the finals. Maybe playing TCU, Michigan's probably a bit of a, uh, you know, the favorite. And what we're going to see is if one and two win, you'll see the top two teams play and see if Michigan's any better than what they were. But if Ohio State upsets uh, Georgia, now you get a rematch of Michigan and Ohio State if Michigan beats TCU. So it's a lot of different scenarios. And if it's Ohio State and TCU playing, they go back to the first uh, playoff where Ohio State pushed past TCU to get into the playoffs. And now maybe TCU can get their revenge. So there's a lot of different stories. I see that they can go yeah, with that's this. Well, that's the reason we have yeah. a Big 12 championship now. Right, exactly. Because TCU was off that week and right. then got, got jumped by Ohio State. Got yeah, jumped by Ohio State. Who won the uh, the Big Ten championships. So, right. Yeah. So so I think there's a lot of different stories. I, I'll say this. I don't think there's – I think any one of the four teams can win it. I think they're all capable of winning it. Georgia has been consistent and good and haven't lost since, you know, 20-whatever, 2020 possibly. But um, – they can get got. I mean, we saw a lot of these teams struggle. Georgia barely beat Missouri. I mean, Missouri really had them on the ropes. You know, Michigan really struggled against Illinois. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Right. And Illinois was fading down the stretch. TCU, damn near every week, they was coming back from behind. So they were struggling. And Ohio State, outside of beating Penn State and maybe Notre Dame early on, who did they really play? So there's question marks there. So I, I don't see – I think this is one probably one of the few years where I think any one of the four teams can win it. So it's interesting. That being said, I'm glad, in a, you know, in a year – you know, uh, 2024 we're going to see more teams. I, I prefer if it was eight instead of 12, but I'm still happy with – I'm still happy with the playoff expanding a little bit because there are some teams that play better later in the year. They either they're getting healthy or they discovered, you know, who they are and they, their identity is more uh, has, has come together more and they're able to, you know, make a difference. A team like Kansas state might be, you know, dangerous down the stretch, you know, a team like uh, Utah was definitely dangerous down the stretch. And yeah, some people may say, Oh, it's a three team loss, a three loss team. I'm thinking, man, do you know how hard it is to win 10 games? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's not easy you know so so give a little respect man i mean like ohio state was all like bum i'm like y'all 11 and one man y'all act like y'all just had like a five just, and six season. just the way they lost right but so y'all act like you had a six 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 and six season and you don't know where the program's going the head coach is like yeah i feel like i let everybody down like dude it's one loss <laughs> it's okay they, they're ready to fire him for that one right loss. i know right it's like, you know, you're good and people like you. Like, look in the mirror. It's okay. It's, it's, you're you're all right. Look, look man, look. That, that kid that kid in Chicago that can't throw, you know, he ain't won since that kid been gone. Just saying. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that so, is true. 
And, and a lot that's of folks, true. especially early on, was talking about how Stroud is so much better. No. You know, just saying. Just saying. So I, I don't think he's so much better. But, uh, you know, that being said, uh, three of these guys are Heisman finalists. You know, so so yeah. uh, Dugan from for, for, for to see Bennett. I was shocked to see Ben. Well, I, I was a little bit too, but when you see Hunden Hooker oh. kind of fade down the stretch, I was gonna say yeah. who else, who else you gonna put in there? I yeah. thought they would have put Blake in there. Corum. Uh, I was gonna say one of the running backs. Yeah, they had there's some running backs that had some pretty good seasons. Either him or John Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but um yeah, I, I mean, it's it's not the most, you know, it's a little underwhelming Heisman finals. <laughs> I'll say yeah, this. Yeah, because week after week, it, it was a new front runner. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but, but, but we'll see three of these guys play the playoffs, and I don't know uh, if we've seen that that often in the past. So it's, it's interesting college. It's a, it was a very interesting college year to me. Um, and... Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you're going to have to play the game to figure it out. I mean, like Clemson faded, you know. You and I, I'll say this: a lot of the usual suspects aren't there. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, Ohio State's back in there, but it's not the same. You know, like they had to creep back in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and Georgia has been more established of late, but you know, TCU, Michigan, and I know Michigan was there last year, but it it, it still feels a little different. It doesn't feel no. like it's. No Alabama. No Alabama, no Clemson, and with right. Ohio State backing in. Right. Or Oklahoma backing in, or Oklahoma just being there for fodder, or Notre Dame being there for fodder. Um, so, yeah, it seems and – it, and it seems – I'll say this. It seems like that's going to be that way going forward. Like, I don't see Alabama just necessarily coming back and dominating their way back in there. They, they've got some – it, for for Alabama, they have some issues. They they because Bryce Young's going to leave, and I tell you, he saved them about three or four times this year. And I don't know if the quarterback behind him has that kind of leadership, you know, when it comes tight. And I think other teams are getting better. And you see what the SEC's doing. All the coaches they've been hiring, you know, Jimbo Fisher, and you got Brian Kelly, and you got uh, Lane Kiffin. I mean, and then Oklahoma and uh, Texas will be over soon. So, I mean. You know, the, the Saban's reign is 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 there. There's a little bit. There's some cracks there. So, and then with the playoffs, now Alabama doesn't just have to play one or two games. You know, and, and be the number one seed and play the four seed. You know, now you might have to earn it a little bit more. And so, and uh, you know, that's good stuff because anybody can get got. I actually look at it different. I, I see it as you're not gonna have to stress all year. You you got a little bit of pad. In order to make the playoffs, now you, I'm sure you want to. You want to get you? that by. I think you do. I think you do. Well, I mean, but do you? Because now, it, two 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 losses, you still of, that, of gonna, that top twelve. I think that's. But now a lot of teams are going to have two losses. So are you? How are your two losses compared to the other teams? Two losses. You know what I mean? There, there's going to be more teams, but that means more teams don't have to be like what you're saying. You don't have to necessarily be undefeated. You don't have to be one of the right, right. You know, three or four, but now you're competing against like just like 20 other teams <laughs> that have I feel, two losses. I feel, I feel better about my two SEC losses than I do uh, two, two Pac-12 losses. losses. Yeah. Two Pac-12. Yeah. Two Big 12. Right. Two ACC. Yeah. Okay. So, hell. 
the LSU likely would have got in this year with right, right. Damn that four with with four losses. Right. <laughs> so should be about uh you brought up Clemson. Uh DJ Ugalele. Ugalele, is that that how you pronounce Ugalele. it? Ugalele. Ugalele. I man. He didn't the the Samoan, the Samoan names—they always get to me. Um, <laughs> he's in the portal. Yeah, I, I figured that, dude. The way that the, the quarter, yeah, he struggled the last two years, and the way the quarterback—I uh, I apologize, his name is escaping me right now. But the young man who came in and took over—he's uh, yeah. not giving that back up. <laughs> he looked too good. He's not giving that back up. I don't mean to get off topic, but this game. The fucking Bucks were down 16-3. Oh, They're about to score. They were down 16-3 with eight minutes left. Okay. I want them to score right here because Mike Evans is not on the field. I don't I'm going up against Mike Evans in fantasy. I don't need him to, to score a touchdown here. Wow. <laughs> Tom Brady legend. Oh, they called a timeout. Oh man. <laughs> what were we talking wow. about though? I'm sorry. So he got I, wait. So did he get? I didn't see the ACC. He got bent. I know he, yeah, got, he benched got benched in, early. Uh, he got benched in one of the games I was watching. I think it might have been like a the Syracuse game. He got benched. Yes, he pulled him. Yep, he got benched in the Syracuse game. Why, Syracuse always plays them tough. They do. Syracuse should have won the game. They should have. It was it was because of him that they should have won. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he definitely helped them out. Uh, but they, you know, he's been struggling last. Like he, his year was when he came in when Lawrence got hurt. That's when he looked really good. And after that, uh, that Notre Dame game, he got exposed last year, and he's just been struggling. Wow, he's been struggling since. Wow, that was a throw. Yeah, and sorry, got the, the guy. Oh, they catch. threw a penalty. Coming back. Oh man. Okay, please do not go to 13. <laughs> no, it's gonna happen. See, that's why you can't watch these things when you got a fantasy game going on. It makes man. it makes it so painful. It's so difficult uh, to watch. It works for me right now. Hey, let's move on to uh to Bears. And uh Justin Fields had a had a pretty good day against the Packers in a 28-19 loss. Uh, one of his better days outside of the two interceptions, which one I wasn't was not his fault. Um, the the first interception, uh, where St. Brown ran a hitch and just waited for the ball to come to him and got undercut. Uh-huh. You gotta you gotta you gotta go back to the ball. You gotta you gotta go get that ball. Wasn't he kind of coming out of his break? It looked like the, the defender, the DB, just jumped around. He, he he jumped it, but you still gotta. He came out of his breaks. It got came out of the break slow. I think it was a little bit of both. Uh, I think, so, I think, I think EQ did way too many stutter steps to get out of his break. Okay. Yes. But I also think Justin should see that the DB has that read perfectly so I, I i blame both of them uh but hey, it is what it is but yeah the, I, I think justin eyeballed him a little bit yeah and and, and that and the, and the defender you know 
watching him most of the game and I'm sure watching tape on him knew, okay, he's going right here. He's set and he just, he, he made that jump. And yes, you know, Brown could have maybe done a better job of, of, of positioning himself. So, you know, the, the, the defender doesn't kind of go through him, so to speak, or pass him through him to pick it off. But you know, the quarterback, I, I, I put the majority of that on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I put the majority I think, of that on Justin. No. I say, I say if EQ cuts that route sooner, it's probably a PI. I'm sorry, Justin can't do no wrong. Okay. If it's a tie, come on, man, stop, <laughs> stop. If it's a tie and fault, I'm I'm going with the other guy. One, I, I didn't fully see it. The right, they said the right read. They said Justin kind of like hitched, like, and then still threw it. So I don't know, but yeah, let's go. But let's, well, based, let's based on the second interception, based on the second interception, I'm gonna blame the first one on him because he the um, second interception was definitely on, on yeah, Justin. He forced he, that. He well, he forced it, and and actually, he was late on the throw. Yeah. I think had he had he released the ball, you know, a second earlier, yeah. he would have been all right. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, that that's definitely on Justin. I, I, I'll give him that one, but uh, outside of, outside of those two throws, man, the the the, the fifty six yard touchdown run, we were I was actually in the middle of talking about Dion. I was watching watching with the fellas, and I just I just went you know uh, mid sentence. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. that was that was an amazing run, man. Yeah, um, I think per uh, ESPN stats, I think he's got three 50-yard touchdown three. runs in one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six straight games with a Russian TD. Yeah, I think the I think the record is like six 50 50-yard runs or six or five. He's really close to it. He's at least halfway there. So so yeah, I'm sorry. I just you said that it made me think about that stat. He he is special. He is special, and uh, this season, even though we only got three wins. We've, we've, we've not, I think we found our quarterback. And so that, that makes this a, a season somewhat of a success. Um, yeah. This, this, this has been wildly one of the most entertaining Bears seasons, probably since the Super Bowl run with Devin Hester doing what he was doing. And well, defense I, being as great. I'm t- for for me. I know I'm I'm a young guy. I'm a young. No, guy. no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm no, like, I think I think I think you're right. 2018 was a was a fun year. Was a fun year. Yeah, I'm saying give it kind of give it 2018. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Trubisky fan, but yeah, we, we can't I, say that. I can agree. I can yeah. agree. But it, I, I guess it's the fact that we're three and ten. That's yeah. true. That's that's this is this is the best. This is the best losing season. That's, that's the worst I've team ever you've ever seen. That, yeah. This yeah. is. Like this is crazy, and 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 probably my most enjoyable game to watch. Most enjoyable game to watch because the pe- because the the haters are out there. The haters are out there. The most enjoyable game to watch was the Jets game. I enjoyed watching that throw ass whooping that we took <laughs> because in the first the first couple drives, oh they were out, they were talking. Oh look, he got over a hundred yards passing. That's oh, right. we, we have we haven't talked he, since then. Yeah, we haven't talked. He got over a hundred some passes, hundred some yards passing already. 
I'm like, man, okay, let's see when them that script run out, what's gonna happen. Right. Well, and, remember, remember we, we, we were yeah, talking about we on WhatsApp. T- yeah. I was like, I said, dude, just just give it a just give it a breath. Just give, it a, just give it a breath. <laughs> Trevor Simeon always looks great the first time he's on somebody's team. Man, and then that defense settled in. Yeah. And that was it. It was, yeah, it was ugly after that. ugly, ugly after that. She wrote from that. I'm going back and forth with people on Twitter, people that that never respond to my comments, having to comment because one one lady that I follow to, to track because she do bets. And so I be tracking her bets and sometimes I play them. She like, man, Bears never scored that fast. I say, you're lying. I say, man, <laughs> we've been scoring over 30 plus a game right. with For fields. Like, like you're you're lying. And she commented, <laughs> she said, I'm just playing. I'm like, yeah, you got to uh, because – because we've been scoring points. I, I had to get into a uh, a Facebook shouting match yesterday. Some clown said that Justin Fields is not the guy. He can't throw the football. Did you not watch the Packers game? I, I don't understand that. Like, like <laughs> not being able to throw and making bad decisions are not the same yeah, thing. Right. That's things. what people have to understand. Uh, Not being able to throw and making bad decisions are two totally different things, people. If you want to say the EQ, some people are on the side of bad decisions. Some people on the side of EQ messing up. But it wasn't a bad throw. It was a bad decision. (laughs) Like, like there are two different things. That man was, he was darting things yesterday, man. Like, on on the money yesterday. And and the fact that his best receiver is gone. Moody's right. out. Yeah. Uh, Clay Claypool got hurt yesterday, right? I think he came back in, he, but he came back. He came back in, but as he was still, you know, uh, a, a little bit hobbled. Um, Pringle Harry hasn't Harry. hasn't done nothing. Harry had the nice catch, right? But that hurt um, him. Yeah, his back was like, oh, I don't feel good. But uh, but yeah, he clearly doesn't have the weapons, you know, uh, at receiver that he needs yet. And man, he still was able to throw for two fifty four, um, and 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 completed eighty percent of his passes yesterday. What what more can you ask? It was it was. I think second half play calling was was off. The uh, in the third quarter they they got to first and goal. And there were right. some some weird play calls there. We got a hold. Well, there was the hold, but, but there we was went the first and twenty. But and there was the wild. There was the wildcat that got the hold. Why? Why? Why are you doing right. that? Right. You got Justin Fields. There's no need to go in the wildcat that situation. Then they when we did. first and twenty, we run a running play. We get no yards. And then, then they we ran, run a side pitch. They were in the pitch right to Montgomery, which like, was was clearly clearly uh, the Packers knew knew that was coming. Cause they they gobbled that up real quick, and then uh, and third down, that third down, Justin they, threw a third, threw a, he threw got a like screen. ten yards. No, he I thought like, he threw, no, no, thought he... no, he threw like a slant, like a a goal, a stop route or something. Okay. He got like ten yards, but we had the kick, and that's when Santos. He, I think he missed. He missed it. That's yeah. when he missed. He right. missed it. So yeah, uh, conservative play calling there, which I don't. There's no need to be conservative at this point. We're not going to the playoffs if no. And I if get we it. Turn, you don't want him to run, but the the old line was actually playing well. Yeah, yeah. If he turn if he turns the ball over, he turns the ball over. 
you know, if you lose, you lose, whatever. Just man, open it up, man. Let's 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 see what he has the the, the last uh four games of this season. Uh why not? I mean, yeah. we got time next year to worry about wins and you know having to be conservative, playing for field goals and that sort of thing. Open it up, man. Not not saying that Gessie's done a done a bad job either. Right. Um, I like what he's year. doing, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. next year. We'll worry. We'll worry about the being conservative next year. This just mad. Open yeah. a playbook now. Let's 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 let's. Rip and rip. I think for me, I wanted to see, and I guess we had the opportunity. We were down twenty to nineteen. I did want to see us go down and possibly take the lead. Yeah. And then I mean, we, and then we give it back. I think that's that's the last that's the last piece of this puzzle here. Um, he had a chance late in but, the Atlanta but, game and and couldn't make it happen. Uh, what was bef- before the and then this Atlanta game, game? But Detroit, Detroit, right, right. But right. he did make it happen though. See, that's the misconception with Detroit. He did make it happen. He threw the pick six, right? Yeah, and then he ran a sixty some yard right, touchdown, right, right, right. right. And then the defense couldn't hold again. So that one, I feel like he did. He did make it happen. He just didn't right. again. You know, like the right. de- the the de- the Dolphins game, the Miss PI right. call, that was another, they, right. and the right. EQ right. drop. Right. You know, I feel like it's been a collective effort for not making these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Justin has his faults. Right. And everybody else does. It's been a collective effort. We've had we can go back as far as Minnesota game, right? Yeah. But we had a chance late. Yeah. BS happened. Washington game had a chance late. BS happened. Dolphins game. Detroit game. Atlanta game. And now Packers game. Like so I want to like, see before the season's crazy. over. I think that's the goal. I don't know if you can see it. We got, we got Philly, uh, Detroit. We got Philly, Buffalo, Detroit, Buffalo, Detroit, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah, we so, we gonna blow Minnesota out. They are gonna have probably locked in. Cause, well, I don't know. No, nah, they might. Plan. They might be playing for. But remember, it's only one by yeah. now. Yeah, so they they, they might be. be. They might be playing for that. No, be. you don't think so? I'm just. It's possible. I just. I just went. Hmm. Okay. All right. All that, right. that that Dallas that Dallas Philly game Christmas Eve. That's gonna be is a game. huge game. Now, granted, Philly got the tiebreaker with Minnesota anyway. Right. But maybe we shock the world next week. Psych. Nah. It's just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Did I you mean, see? After the bye. Interesting thing. Robert Quinn was a healthy scratch yesterday for Philly. No, he hurt. He got hurt. I think he, I think he hurt his ankle or something. Did like he? That. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was injured. He was out. He was out because of an injury. The report I saw the report said healthy scratch though. That's why I was really. I, yeah. I saw the lower third I saw going by yesterday said out. Like I don't know if it was an ankle injury or it said injury or something like that. So I was like, oh well, there you go. And the guys, guys. guys ain't doing much now that they left us. I mean, look, Sanborn looking like Roquan. I know that, right? <laughs> Sanborn has played very well. I'll give him that. But some of, you know, those, I'll tell you what, understated, the linebackers from, from Wisconsin have done pretty well in the pros. They've, they've got a few of them in there. They've been doing pretty well lately. You, you don't hear about them as much, but they, 
they, they've been doing pretty good. Sam Bourne's one of the Wisconsin dudes. That's money you don't have to worry about. Yeah, he he's right. he's been looking good. He's been at them young boys getting the opportunity yesterday. They didn't look well, bad. especially in the secondary because you know yeah, that's what I'm out. talking about. Yeah, they first, didn't look bad. It was the no. fact that we couldn't get no pressure. Yeah, that, like, that was that either. was the big that was the big key. Yeah, D line like, needs needs a complete overhaul. Can't ask some guys to hold for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but they but they were playing well, man. The secondary was playing well. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was just. It's like, damn, you want to win, but you know the benefits of not winning, right? And right. It, and it, and it's in the sweat. Y'all know I'm the I'm the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it just looked like I'll say for the last three weeks. Well, excluding the Jets game, the last three Justin Fields game. We have gotten sizable leads in all three games, and then just crazy stuff happened. So are you saying that they're calling down from upstairs? Hey, uh, oh man, something weird's going on. That's all we, I'm we, we need to protect this pick. We 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 get Detroit, we're up 24-10. We get a we get an interception and they call hands to the face, <laughs> and then they score, and then the next possession, pick six, tie ball game in less than a minute. It's a tie ball game. Atlanta, we up 17-10. No, 17-3. After a Cordell Patterson fumble, what do we do? We kick return for a touchdown. It's like, come on, man. What is? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's like we can never just keep foots on the neck. They, we're going to allow them to do something, or the referee is going to allow something to happen. Let's go keep them in the game. It's it's weird. That's all I'm going to say. It's been weird. Hey, and I get it. By the way, sh- shout out to Bears fans. I was at the Atlanta game. Man. My mom was there. My whole family was there. Man, man it was all Bears fans, man. It was crazy. <laughs> all you saw was blue and orange throughout the entire stadium. I saw man. one. One Falcon fan was like, I've, I've, I've never seen it like this. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's just so so many Bears fans. Man, we 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 packed that place, man. It was Soldier Field South, without a doubt. But uh didn't get the win. But yeah, it was it was, it was a good time though, man. Man. Right there. Crazy. The wife, she she can't hold water to save her life. She gave me part of my Christmas gifts. And so I'll be going to my first ever Bears game. Christmas Eve. Oh, good stuff. To see our brains get beat in by the Bills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's good stuff. I told her, like, man, we should have tried to see the Philly tickets because I don't know if Justin may survive that one. (laughs) Then he might not play the Bills game. (laughs) You never know, man. Sometimes they play down at their competition. So, but yeah, so I'm excited. Hopefully it's not too cold. Hopefully it's not too cold for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this right quick. I don't know if y'all pay attention. The last two years, the Bears have played the Super Bowl winning winning team. Shit, we beat the Bucks the year they won it. Right. What was the other one? The Rams? The Rams. We Rams. opened with the Rams oh, that's last right. year, right? right? And the Bengals. Right. With the Rams and the, and the Bengals. We beat the Bengals. Yeah. Hold on. And that, and that year, didn't we play? We didn't play the Chiefs the same year we played the Bucks, did we? 
Did we? That was the year of the one, did. two, three. Yeah, yeah. That was we did. Right. Yeah. That was right. the year of the one, two when Mahomes right. was doing the counting. Yeah. We right. did. <laughs> and we've already played uh we, we played Philly. We played Philly, we played Dallas. And San Francisco, but I think losing Garoppolo may cut that into that. Yeah, but that so defense, good. man, woo. They're good. They're really but good. San Francisco, that they gotta they gotta go get somebody, man. They might get Baker Mayfield. Go get Baker. <laughs> you, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna drop because I think they're twenty fifth on the waiver wire. Who the hell, who else gonna pick him up? Somebody might pick him up just to pick him up. Just the spite. Yeah, twenty five. That's a that's a lot, man. Dude, OBJ was more needed than Baker Mayfield. He dropped. Right. <laughs> Baker, just, Baker gonna drop to them. But no, this man, the forty nine. Now, now what to be interesting is. Got a whole Christian McCaffrey speak highly of. Yeah, yeah. Right. He wasn't there that long, was he? But they didn't like him. McCaffrey yeah. didn't like Baker. Them, play, them players didn't like Baker. This this um, has shades of 20, 2011 Bears. Remember when uh, the Bears got to seven and three, but Cutler uh, broke his thumb. And yeah. And they, I mean, this, uh, to me, this is they had to they had to put put Caleb Haney in, <laughs> and they played the the AFC West, the bad AFC West, when they lost to lost to Tim Tebow and the Broncos on the Marion Barber play. Mm-hmm. Then lost, uh, they lost to a bad Raiders team, and then they lost to a bad Chiefs team at home, and ended up finishing. I think they finished the season eight and eight. And that was I, I always thought that was that was the Super Bowl year for the Bears. Hopefully that doesn't happen for San Francisco, man. Like that that uh that not having a quarterback is is what does them in because they, they got the defense and they got the weapons yeah, around I, them on offense. I want to see because I get tired of watching TV and I mean I get it. Jimmy Garoppolo ain't the ain't the most electric quarterback but something got to be said about that record for Kyle Shanahan with versus without Jimmy G so this is a this is everyone everyone in the media love to credit all give all the credit to Shanahan it's Jimmy G just benefits so plug and play then (laughs) plug and play let's see let's see let's see because you're 9 and 29 without him yeah that's weird and you're 38 and 17 with him. That that is that's unex, that's inexplainable. Like that's that's crazy. So let's see. The time is now. You got a defense that is unreal right now. Well, we, Could we, we see another Trent Dilfer situation. Uh it's possible, but they ain't that good, huh? They ain't uh, Ravens. They ain't 2000 Ravens good. I think the champion this year will be um, the, the team that's, you know, it's, it's a battle of attrition, man, and, and the yeah. Cowboys are getting healthy at the right time. Cowboys yeah. might just sneak in there, dude. I, I, I actually want, for some odd reason this year, I'm not going to say some odd reason, because of Shady McCoy, he's the reason I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Has he has he talked bad about him? 
because I I can't stand dude, and I actually love Jalen Hurts, right? But but he's so much of a homer, and then he hates on so many people. <laughs> I can't wait to see the Eagles fall, and I hate to say it because, like I said, I love Jalen Hurts. I am a big Jalen Hurts fan, but he need but but Shady needs to be humble. And like, and it will hum, it will kill him if the Cowboys was to win. And as much as I I can't stand Cowboys fans, I can't stand Shady more. I'd rather listen to Cowboys fans than Shady McCoy. So, but they look they they look dangerous though. Cowboys look dangerous, but the Eagles that. do too. Shit, that fourth <laughs> that fourth quarter against against Indianapolis that was. That was something else. That was definitely something else. That was, that was dominance. And the I fact had that the game Colts, on. The Colts suck. I, I had the hey. game on. And it was like every time I looked up, another turnover. God damn. What's going on? <laughs> like I said, I'm going against the Cowboys in fantasy. That that was that got a little scary there, man. Just a I little bet. bit. Just a little bit. Hey, let's move on to Bulls real quick. Um, they've had a rough, rough West Coast swing here. And really, a, just a rough, a rough season, inconsistent season. You know, yes, they they go and they they beat the Bucks, you know, on the road, and then go to Sacramento and and get blown out by Sacramento. I don't, I don't get this team. Is Lonzo Ball that important to this team? Because this time last year, the Bulls were the number one seed in the East. Um, I, I guess so. I mean, uh, it, it appears that way. I mean, he is, his defense is something that helps him get on the fast break sooner. It puts everybody back in their better and more natural, organic playing position. Um, as has been mentioned, Ad nauseum, he's a pretty good floor general. So you don't have DeMar dominating the ball and the offense can flow a little bit better. I, I think his presence puts everybody back in the spots that they're, you know, we're supposed to be in. And right now we have a team for the last year and a half, basically, he's been playing out of position. I mean, they're good enough to get by, but it, I think it's catching – it's caught up to them. And until – whether it's ball or somebody else, until they get more continuity at the leadership on the court, they're going to be inconsistent. So I, I opened up – I we, we talked earlier right before this podcast. The Bulls, in theory, have three All-Stars with, with Zach – uh, <laughs> the Rosen and Vooch. Vooch has been an all-star. GM wow. says two, S says three. With Orlando. I, with yes, with Orlando. But he but I'm gonna make a was he, was he an all-star the year that he uh that he got traded here? I that think he I don't was. Remember. I think he was. I think he was that year. I think he yeah, was that was, year. Well, isn't it like baseball? Somebody from every team has to be represented. No, it's no. not. Not in the NBA. <laughs> can't I'm can't give me that one. I know it's not. I just I just wanted to try to find a way to prove it. But man, come on, he he's like the only center. So why he did? He's like the tallest midget, or excuse me, sorry, tallest small person. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> right to the GM. <laughs> Outside of uh, Embiid, there's no other like really true center in the East. All right, so I'm, I'm looked it up right here. Now this is a little, like you said, he hasn't been an all. Vooch hasn't been an all star with the Bulls, so thank you. It's a little off. 
but teams with 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 three or more all stars. All right, the sixty two Celtics, the seventy five Celtics. Uh, I think they both. The seventy five Celtics were pretty good. I know the uh, the Warriors won the title that year. Eighty three Sixers, they won a championship. Uh, ninety eight Lakers were a playoff team. I think they got to the Western Conference Finals that year. Uh, two thousand six Detroit Pistons had four. They didn't win it that year, but they were a playoff team. Uh, the twenty eleven Boston Celtics. That's Brenos. That's no. Yeah. Did they lose to the Lakers? Finals that year. No, they lost to the Heat that year. Wait, the Heat got to the finals in 2011? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's LeBron. LeBron and company. Was that that the first year? Yeah, that's the first year. Yeah. Because then we lost to them in 2012, right? Right. Well, no, they lost the conference semifinals. Because the Bulls played them in the conference finals. Played the okay, okay, finals. okay. That's I right. knew they played each other. That's okay. right. Uh, 2015 Atlanta Hawks. I think that was a 60-win team. Uh, and then 2017-2018 Warriors were both good teams. At least three All-Stars. The Bulls have what are supposed to be three All-Stars, and they're freaking 12th in the Eastern Conference. That makes no sense to me. No sense at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm to the point of saying this new regime is just as bad as. Are they that bad? They, they're I, don't they're packs? That, I don't think they're guard packs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. You extend. You extend the coach. What changes are we about to make? What was? What was? Yeah, that. That's a good question. What, what changes are we going to make? What changes? What changes do they see fit to make? You extended the coach. Because to me, he's the biggest reason Patrick Williams hasn't developed. Well, we, we saw as soon as that, that sign, we didn't know about it. But once we found out about it, it was some pretty significant wins, you know, against some top-tier teams. Yeah, and they thought it was a good time to go and tell us. <laughs> and then the losing followed right again after. Yeah, I, I mean. He will not developed. You are correct. Like, I'm. He's getting better. Like, like I, I'll it? be. He's had moments this year that he hasn't had in the prior seasons. He has, but, but to me, we don't run any offensive sets to get him going. Like I'm, I'm. I mean, granted, I can openly say this this year, I have not really been into NBA basketball. I turned on the Bulls game when they played the Jazz, and I turned it off in like five minutes. I'm not really into basketball this year. Something about going on right now that has been throwing me off with the bat with NBA. But it's not. It's not the fact that it's 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 early. Right. Well, last year I was 100 percent locked in though. I, I don't know. Was that because there was excitement with the Bulls team? Because their excitement with the Bears team, he's talking about Justin. I, I, just spilled I, I over actually, to the Bulls. I, I yeah. actually think that's it. I do. I actually think that's it. I find myself on YouTube all day trying to find Bulls. I mean Bears clips yeah. on different sports shows and different Bears podcasts. I legit think that's the reason. But I didn't think that. I'm like, dang, that, that's crazy. But then we had the week 
Well, he didn't play. Well, Justin didn't play. And I still was watching all. I was still eager to hear what was said. You know? <laughs> so that that legit might be it. But even just on the outside looking in, man, we're in a we're in bad shape. Why is that? Because you're twelfth in the East right now. It's early. It's not even awesome. It's not even Christmas yet. Stop. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt that they can turn it around and make a play in, or maybe even be a six seed. But, but that's that's it. Well, sure, that can happen. But that, but, but I think that's the ceiling. That's that's, that's the ceiling. That's, that's a problem. All right. If the six is your is your ceiling, and that's as that's as far as we're going to get. Scrap it. Start over. Oh man, it's so yeah. easy to say and so hard it's, to do, it's, it's it's bad to see that teams that were almost as good, if not better, have improved and we haven't. Right. By the end of last season, we all said the Cleveland Cavaliers were neck and neck with the Bulls. They made moves in the offseason. They got better. They got much better. We did nothing but sign Zach. That's true. We did nothing but sign Zach. Like, well, we brought in Drummond and Gort. Yeah, but we, yeah, we brought in. And I will say, Dragons has played pretty well. He has. He has. He's, he's like, definitely been a been a been a surprise. Yeah, it's. Uh, but it's, yeah, I, I had I had high hopes for this regime, and they they have been killing me softly. So far, still early. Still early. Yeah. Still early. Zach is know. still playing himself in the shape. I mean, you know, NBA, NBA is a lot different than other sports when it comes to money and free agency and, you know, people really like having to like you type stuff. NBA is weird, but, you know, it's early. So we'll see, you know, like we'll see. But, yeah. By the way, looking at this. The Sixers are twelve and twelve. They are the seventh spot. Toronto, Miami, and Washington are above the Bulls right now. Miami way down there. Yeah. Oh well, this this is I've been I haven't been watching. I'm looking. I'm, yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, man, well, maybe things are just down for everybody. Wow. <laughs> the best, the best of the best teams are really are really balling. That's what's that's what it is. Like Boston, and we beat Boston. We beat Boston. We beat Boston. We, we beat the Bucks. Beat Boston twice this year. Indiana, Indiana's in the fifth spot. We we beat Indiana, didn't we? This was weird. Like last year, we were beating the bums and couldn't beat the good teams. Yeah, early on. Have- so all right, it's early. I'll I'll. I'll give you that. But I, thank you, thank you. Just, just give it a moment. Give it a beat. I don't, I don't feel good about this team. I'll tell you that. Understand. That's, that's all I can say. Hey, let's move on to picks. It's been a while. 
It's been a long <laughs> while. What were the last picks we had? So, <laughs> according to my notes here, all right, that was week 11 of the NFL season. Um, I went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Interesting. I think two. I think I went 2-1-1. On, 2 on 1 smoke. I did. Yep. I did. Yep. Yeah. And Glenn, you were 2 and 1. So uh yeah, I, I had a push with the Bears. Um That's who I pushed with. The Vikings got blown out by the Cowboys <laughs> that week. I had them at plus 1 and then the uh Commanders uh they covered uh they were given 3 to whoever I forget who they were playing that that week. So uh I'm uh, in last place at 10, 20, and 3, Smoke, uh, you're in Tracking second with 15, 16, and 2. And, Glenn, you're a cool 18 and 15 now. Yeah. I'm... 15, Tracking 16, away. and 2, you said? 15, 16, and 2, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's move on here. What are we going into oh, now? Week Lord. What's this 13. week 13 of, of the no, NFL season? Four, going into week 14. I'm sorry, 14. 13 right now, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 this 13. is 13. Yeah, this, this is 13 is coming. Week up. 13 coming because it's yep. the Bears is by week 13. Right. No, so, we're at week 13 right now. Well, yeah, that the picks we're making is week 13, is what you're saying? No, no, you're right. You're, Glenn, no. you're right. It's just week 14. We're going into week 14. We're going into week 14. Yeah. Glenn's, Glenn's yeah, oh, yeah. shit. We're, we're it says it right here on, on the app. Yep. I'm looking at yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. We, we can't take two weeks off again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm going to take uh, Houston is getting 17 against the Cowboys. So I'm going to take the Texans. Oh, come on, man. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets. They're Come getting on, nine and a man. half over the Bills. Damn. Man, he's just he's taking everything. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, no, you're going to like this one. Um, the Jets, oh, excuse me, the uh, the Eagles are giving the Giants seven. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Giants. So Texans, Texans, Jets, Eagles. No, 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 no. You got to pick a whole new set of teams now. You didn't taint it. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm poor TC. Up. Poor TCU, by the way, last week. <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Tennessee minus three and a half over Jacksonville. You believer in those Titans, huh? Uh, I'm going to go – every time I do this, they kill me. But they should. I'm going to – this might shock. No, no, it ain't. I'm going to go Chiefs minus nine over Denver. And I'm also going to go Texans plus 17. Wow. Yeah, this didn't scare you off of that, huh? No, because I because 
hey, he almost made me flip. Yeah. He almost made me flip it and do Dallas minus seventeen. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not about to fall in that trap. If they win by more than seventeen, good for them. I'll take that in. But <laughs> Glenn, who you got, man? Uh, well, I, you know, I just had to go oppo you. I figured I got a better chance. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Okay. Minus 17 at home against mm. the Texans. Um, I know that's a lot. That's a lot of points in the NFL, that's, man. Yeah, but, but Houston is that bad. They are. <laughs> but they, they, I think they've been covering. They've, they, they cover. Up Most until recently, time, yeah. 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 I, I, they, they, I, look, they're playing for a number one pick in the draft, so <laughs> I think they don't. They're not trying to be motivated enough to to win. Yeah, they uh, gave up three defensive scores. Yeah, and like in like a heartbeat. So shit. And and Dallas I mean, is all about it. opportunistic I scoring. Guess. Damn it! But I'm gonna keep it. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the Jets plus nine and a half. It just it does seem like that's a lot of points. That is. Especially the way that Jets have been playing, the way Buffalo's been playing. Um, of course, it'd be some freak blizzard, and then the, you know, <laughs> Buffalo end up winning for like twenty. Um, and I'm going to take uh, Browns. Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns, back plus six in the Battle of Ohio against the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals, <laughs> they're that team that after a real big win, whether it's Baltimore or the Chiefs. Sometimes just when you think they're about to start doing the, 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 the rising, you know, the crest of the wave of victory, they turn around and have a bad loss. And I, I see this being a bad loss for the Bengals. I, th- I think the Browns win it outright. All right. Cowboys, Jets, Browns for you. All right. Good luck. Good, good luck. Uh, what's up with the, with, the, with the Broncos, by the way? Dude, that is one of the most – dysfunctional weird ass i don't understand what the problem is situation that i've ever seen in my life the greatest the greatest bullet we've ever dodged is what i see (laughs) yeah that was never russell russell wilson to the bears was never gonna happen hey well i'm glad it didn't happen that's that's all i'm gonna say because good lord Good Lord. It's weird. It's weird. Gino looking like and Gino looking Russell. Yeah, looking great. Yeah. And really Russell good. looking like Gino. Gino. It's like they had a they had like a like a body switch or something. Is it something the crazy. Uh, I don't know. Hey, that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh by the way, Glenn. Yes, sir. Uh, good stuff on uh, Unfiltered with David Kaplan. Oh, yes, dude, yes, to, indeed. Yes, that. yes uh, that, was, that was thanks, outstanding. Bro. Yes, sir. appreciate that. Thank you very much, fellas. Um, you can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast as well as the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. Yo, Glenn. Hey. Please check uh, us out. Like we always say, we ain't saying we're right, 
But just like Deion Sanders, we don't think we wrong, baby. Must <laughs> be the money. I'm coming. I'm coming with my luggage, and it's Louis. I gotta use that, man. We catch you next week. <laughs>